0: It's your fault. Oh, yeah, that was a little aggressive. But before moving on, let's see what were the main points in the last episode. First, about my experience in Venezuela, and my accident. Second, about my experience of living here in the U.S. And third, about high school. Now let's begin. When I started 12th grade, I was happy and excited Happy because I went to pre-calk instead of FST and I took another college class. Excited because I moved to another English class a little harder with Miss Drager. And also, it was my last year. I got to enjoy that. In first quarter, my problems began because we had to start looking off for Colleges and scholarships and as I said before I'm from Venezuela and because of that I have problems applying for them Mostly for scholarships. Well colleges took me by surprise because they were more expensive than I thought and then I didn't know what to study I decided to be a chemical engineer because I'm good at math and chemistry But it was a bad decision because only three colleges in Colorado give that career CU Boulder CSU and a School of Mines which I got accepted to two of them but they are so expensive and I began thinking that I wasn't going to college and also thinking about another career I'm not the type of person who gives up but this situation got me bad and I wanted to But the only thing that kept me going was my family, my family from here, my parents that worked so hard for me to get these opportunities, and my family in Venezuela. All the love and affection they gave me, they helped me out. And I would like to appreciate my crew teacher, Ms. Chavez, because she helped me a lot too in this situation. I decided to keep going or to try at least for my family. And I chose civil engineer for my new career. I thought things would get better, but unfortunately, they didn't. Little by little, there were weights falling on my back. First, I couldn't do FAFSA because of my migratory status. Second, I have to apply for colleges as an undocumented or as an asset. Second, I wasn't considered an in-state student, and I couldn't get cough help. But the worst thing was... I couldn't apply for a lot of scholarships because I'm not a citizen or a resident and that's a requirement for a lot of scholarships. And most of them that I applied to said no. So this is Ms. Chavez, my crew teacher. Uh, She went with me through all of these problems. And I want her to answer some questions.
1: How do you feel? How do you think you felt when you discovered that you couldn't do FAFSA or apply for scholarships? To be honest, my first impression was you're like it was kind of a denial. I feel that was one of the the impressions that I got. I was like, he's just in denial. He doesn't want to accept the fact that this is happening. But I think that it was a whole um, battle in your head. Um, For number three, did you change after finding out about that? Um, I don't think you completely. um, So I definitely think that you, your mentality might have changed in the sense of like, what's available for me? And is there anything available for me? So I think that the thing that I saw as denial was just like, your way of trying to figure out how, why is this happening? How is this gonna work for me? Um, and so, for number four, do you, do I think that you wanted to give up or um, if it, I didn't think you wanted to give up? Um, I never thought of you as giving up, never um i knew that we could find ways for you to make sure that you got the the aid that you needed i just want to l- let you know that i never thought that you would give up i know that at first it might have been hard for me to see that the that denial or like what i thought it was denial um because i was like raul is a go-getter like you're gonna go get it And it just took a little bit of time, I think, for you to figure out that it's like, I still have a chance. And I don't think at this point anything can stop you. Um, But I do know that at the beginning of the semester, you struggled. And so I think that I never thought you would give up. I just knew that we had to move in different directions. And I think it took you a little bit of time to realize it's like, okay, this is what needs to happen. I can't do this, but there's this. Um, so it took you a little bit of time to see that, but I'm glad you did because uh, you deserve to be a Metro um, and you work hard for it. So that's all that matters to me.
0: So with this situation happening to me, I was blaming everything and everybody. Uh, my English, my colleges, the car, but one day I found my real shadow, my enemy. It was when I saw myself at a mirror and I told myself, "It's your fault because it is my fault." With my migratory status as a psychic, it's harder for me to succeed because of my migratory status, but it's just there, just like a partner because in then it's my fault. I'm the one who controls the body and takes decisions. And disappointment is normally my weapon, but this time, it went the other side. So I try every day to do my work, not procrastinate, enjoy my family and friends, and work harder to get where I want to be. And last, for your information, my journey is not finished yet. The shadow is there yet. But I'm trying every day to work harder. And let me tell you. If before the coma somebody would have told me this, it would be hard for me to believe it, but I'm right here. And I'm not proud of the person I am today, but as said before, I work hard every day to become the person I want to be. And if it wasn't for my family, the family half friend, the one in Venezuela, I don't know what would have been of me. And one thing is for sure, one day I will go to Venezuela, I will visit my city, my house, see my friends, my family, but I can't do that until this journey is done and until I'm really proud of me and of what I've done and become. So yeah, the end. This was English versus me.